Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market this is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is, we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. everybody. How are you? Thank you so much for being here. I'm doing well. I'm getting through it. Um, I have been in between office spaces for, oh gosh, nearly a month right now and been trying to get into a new office. So it's been a really transitionary time because I've been working from home and I've got boxes everywhere and like my furniture for my office everywhere waiting to move into a new spot and it just kind of feels represented represent what is the word (laughs) representative of like the energy everything feels kind of transitionary right now like unsure like things aren't exactly clear like there's some back and forth or destabilizing nature with the energy right now. Um, I don't know if any of you are picking up on this, but the office stuff is really reminding me of this, like just not feeling quite um, in my settled nature. And so I've been thinking about that lately. Like, what does that mean? Like to not feel stable necessarily or not feel familiar and I remembered I have this meme that I wrote a really, really long time ago. And it's so funny that it still feels like I'm still learning it, even though I wrote it years ago. And it was me, I'm lost. And and higher self says, you're not lost, you're evolving. So a lot of times when we're feeling really um, unsure or destabilized or, you know, in an unknown space, it's, it's, it's a good thing because we're changing and we're growing and change doesn't feel comfortable. Um, it doesn't feel familiar. And I think as humans, we want this like sense of safety through the familiar, but we know as people who are on this path of our higher self, that it's the uncomfortable places where we actually make breakthroughs And if you're in a time right now, like me, where things feel unsure, just trust, you know, trust the path. And I'm going to 
also remind myself of that, you know, that when I feel unsure, when things are unknown, that's when we really lean on our faith and our trust that we're being guided through love. And all we really need to do is is trust that love and listen to what our heart is telling us. And if we don't have the answer, to trust that the answers will come and things will become more clear when they're clear. But for now, just try to take care of yourself and be nice to yourself and be gentle with yourself through the process. All right. So I just gave myself a pep talk through this, <laughs> through giving you a pep talk because I needed to hear it as well. And let's see for today's episode. Oh, this is, I really like this episode because it's talking about um, gender and sexuality and sexual identity and sexual fluidity. And I really like talking about this stuff because I think it's an ongoing, ever-evolving understanding of ourselves in terms of gender and sexuality. And it also is very, I think, responsive to environment, you know, how we identify or how, how we identify, how we see ourselves in the world has a lot to do with the environment around us, which is often something that we can't always control. So how do you feel about yourself uh, and while actually knowing that you are being influenced by your environment, but also that you have this power to kind of channel in to something deeper than that? I don't know. I, that, I, that might sound kind of confusing, but I get more into it in the question. My, my point is, is that I really like talking about this stuff and thinking about this stuff. So without further ado, let's listen to the question. Hi, Bunny. After many years of confusion and questioning, I currently identify as a sexually fluid bisexual person. It hasn't stopped being confusing, though. There have been many times in my life where I feel immense attraction to a certain gender, gender expression, and I feel uninterested in others. But other times, that has flipped. I've since learned that many fluid people go through this, and it is referred to as the bicycle in bisexual communities. I've made strides in accepting that my sexuality is an ever-evolving thing, but it still makes me afraid for my future relationships. In my last serious relationship, I ended up experiencing a long period of cycling and eventually questioned if I was actually bisexual because I lost attraction to my partner and had fantasies about other people. After the relationship ended, I felt my feelings of attraction evolve again and found myself once again attracted to people that shared the same gender as my ex. Sometimes I wish that I had more cut and dry sexuality, like gay or straight, so that I wouldn't feel so confused by my frequent cycling. But I've also come to appreciate my fluidity and see it as a beautiful part of me. How do I make peace with my changing nature? And how do I manage these complex feelings in future relationships? Thank you so much for reading my question and for all that you do. Love you. Hi, babe. I relate to this question and I'm really glad that you sent it in. The ramifications of being raised in a society with such binary definitions of gender and sex mean that even if we are queer and fluid, 
that doesn't completely get rid of experiencing people through the lens of the binary. In other words, you tend to see people you're attracted to as either or, and at times you're attracted to one end of the binary and other times the other end, and you think you're flip-flopping back and forth. But in reality, you're not. What you are attracted to in a person is so much more than their gender identity. It's so much more than their physical appearance. It's their energy. It's their creativity. It's their intelligence. It's the way they make you feel when you're around them. It's how they look at you. It's how they make you smile or laugh or how they arouse you. It's your shared interests, how they touch you. It's the timing of your mutual growth, how well you get along. I mean, it's so many things that leads to attraction. And yes, there are body parts involved that might lead to an additional way, (laughs) direction that you're looking But that's so much less formative to what draws ourselves to others than our culture would like us to think. I think your ability to be attracted to some people sometimes and some people other times isn't a curse, it's a gift. It's expansive, not limiting. We create these narratives for ourselves because we often are deeply afraid that who we are or what we want is wrong. If you're in a relationship with someone of a certain gender identity and also feel like you want to be with someone with a different gender identity, there's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with your desire or your desires changing. Who you want to, pardon my French, fuck is who you want to fuck. And you don't have to unlock the secret code as to why that is, or pathologize it. Has anybody ever told you that what you want is okay? Like, let's just sit with that for a minute because we're so not used to feeling that way. We're so used to feeling guilty for wanting things. We're so used to thinking that what we want is either good or it's either bad. Again, that's how the binary works. It's not good or bad. It's just what you want. Now, as people who are in relationships, we make choices and we prioritize our wants. So if you're in a monogamous relationship with someone of one gender who doesn't want you to have other experiences, then you have to decide what you want more than the other. This isn't just because you have a fluid sexuality We all have to make these decisions when it comes to relationships because that's just part of it. We have to prioritize things. People who do not identify as bisexual or fluid can also lose interest in having sex with their partners or want to be with someone else for exactly the ways that that new person is different than their current partner because maybe those parts of them or those experiences have felt neglected and they want more balance or they want to to get closer to that aspect of who they are. I mean, we do this all of the time in many different ways that go beyond gender. You know, when I began identifying as non-binary, for a long time I thought I couldn't identify as non-binary because I, you know, was really femme presenting. And this was at a time, I mean, this was 
when I, when I said I was non-binary publicly, it was in 2016. And even though that wasn't that long ago, um, it was still much less common for people who were femmes to identify as non-binary publicly. And I was afraid to do that because I thought, you know, people who are non-binary needed to be androgynous uh, or look a certain way. And I was worried about being criticized by the queer community for, for what I wanted or how I felt inside. And then another like thing that happened was, you know, I have been identifying as a lesbian for years since I was 15 and, you know, dating trans guys or trans masculine people, I also had a somewhat of an existential crisis. Like, well, I'm not really a lesbian if I'm dating trans men or, you know, having those experiences doesn't, that's not exactly it, you know? And so all of these questions within me was like me trying to fit in to either, or it was like, either you have to be this or that, or either you have to want those types of people or those types of people at any given time. And I realized that it wasn't me that was confused about who I was. Like I knew who I was. I'm me. What's confusing is the fact that we live in a world that doesn't accept all things and has a really distorted idea about who we need to be attracted to, what we need to look like, what our identity should be. And so when you are a fluid person and you're trying to fit into a binary, it's going to feel confusing because actually you don't fit in. You're, you're way too expansive for that. And that's really cool, you know? And that's kind of like why I like the term queer because for me personally, because I think it encompasses like everything and I feel like I'm everything. And sometimes I feel more something for a while and another season I feel more something else. And I think we really need to embrace all of the parts of us because all of the parts of us are cool and beautiful. And we will also find relationships and partners who understand that when we start being vocal about that, when we stop shaming ourselves for that, when we say, you know what, sometimes I want this, sometimes I want that. We find partners who feel aligned with that and who, who see us and accept us about ourselves. And then you can accept them in, in their wants and their desires too. And it's really, really beautiful. You know, life is so much more free when we start accepting ourselves for who we are and we start accepting other people for who they are. It's just like we live in a society that makes things so rigid and it really doesn't have to be that way. I'm really, really proud of you that you are in touch with this whole spectrum of experience of who you are. It's really, really beautiful. And it's okay to be attracted to something sometimes and not attracted to them the next. Give yourself permission to be who you are, to own your desires, to own the way you're evolving. I know that you already do to a large degree, but sometimes you still feel guilt or shame about it or feel like it's wrong, but it's not. 
there are a lot of people who are just like you out here who have some of the same hangups, but know that they want all kinds of different things at different times. And they are totally going to relate to your experience. You're not alone. Enjoy yourself, have fun, experience all of the things. You deserve it. Take care. Hello, Exo Higher Self fam. It's Bunny here. I am so thrilled to announce my debut book, Hello Higher Self, An Outsider's Guide to Loving Yourself in a Tough World is now available for pre-order. This book is the essential manual for unlearning your limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in you by the toxicity of our culture and your trauma and your socialization. We all have to unlearn this stuff so we can channel the power of our higher self. And everyone who pre-orders this book will receive a special free gift from me to be announced shortly. So hurry to the pre-order link in the show notes and get yourself a copy. I cannot wait for you to read it. It's so funny. We are so used to thinking of things in binary terms, you know, right or wrong, um, male or female, and positive or negative. You know, these 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 concepts where it has to be either or, and we're always trying to put things into those boxes because otherwise, it's just it's unclear. And we like this. We like to have definitions. We like to feel like we understand things completely. We like to feel like we have it all figured out. But the truth is we don't. There's still so much mystery about who we are, the type of creatures we are, what our motivations are, what it means to be a spirit in a human experience. And we don't have to have it all figured out. We don't have to put put ourselves in those boxes. We can literally be like, you know what? I don't know. I actually don't know. I don't know what's right for me right now, or this is right for me now, but it might not be later. Dismantling these binary systems gives us so much more freedom. It's like taking weights or like putting down some bags, heavy bags we've been carrying around and just like, oh, feeling the the freedom like are of no, no weight on us. You know, we're like peeling down these layers and we're like, oh, wow, I can just, I don't know, be me. Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) I can just like do something because I want to do it or because it's aligning with who I am, with my heart, with what my heart wants, with what feels right in my body. That's so awesome. We're so used to stifling ourselves and often we don't realize we're doing it. But then something happens and we get really clear. We connect to our higher self and we're like, wow, I'm actually so much more free than I think I am. And I can take that step and I can, I can own my power. It's really, really beautiful. So own your power. (laughs) Do what makes you happy. Do what makes you feel well and authentic and in the light, and your heart knows what that is better than anybody else. Trust yourself. 
I love you so much. And so does your higher self. Take care. Have an amazing weekend. See you next week. Bye.